Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Ryan, I just got a call from one of my clients. We're, we're now the Allegra. The Allegra Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. You all right over there? I'm okay. Yeah, I've been having uh having a little bit of a sinus attack for like the last two months, and I I felt the sneeze coming, of course, right when I'm reading a uh, sports flash. And That's I had right. To, I had to hold it back in. I was gonna say, if you need a uh, spokesperson, my wife was joking. She said I'd be perfect for Nasacort or Absol- for anything. Or, no, it's Zizel. Yeah, that's yeah. What yeah, that stuff works. So I'll be their spokesperson. You know what? You got to do is cut the check. I'll let uh, William or product. I'll let William Howe know. Let he him is, know. Other than he's a really good guy. Other than being a Detroit guy, so he's, oh, he's loves Lions, the Red man. Wings, Lions, that kind of stuff. But he, nobody's yeah, perfect though. Nobody's perfect. Let's get to line one. Here's here's a guy that's perfect. Jerry Vance, Living Word Lutheran at St. Francis. Jerry, give us an update. It's halftime here, Mike. It is uh, Living Word 27, St. Francis 15. Uh, the last time we spoke, uh, St. Francis scored on a 10 uh, yard touchdown pass from Burt to Limmer, and the two point conversion is good. So, again, it's halftime 27 15, Living Word. Well, you can't. Don't ever count uh, Doug Sarver out, no, man. I don't think so. Don't count him out. Twenty-seven, fifteen. Jerry Vance is brought to you by Athletical Physical Therapy. Call them today to schedule a free thirty-minute injury assessment. They will schedule you fast, sometimes the same day, but always in twenty-four to forty-eight hours. Athletico dot com. Let's get to line three if we can. Jerry Boltman. He's at the uh, Catholic Memorial at Kettle Moraine game. Jerry, give us an update. Uh, yes, Mike and Coach, we are just starting halftime here. Score remains the same as it was when I talked to you last. Catholic Memorial 13, Cattle Moraine 0. Uh, one thing I was going to tell you earlier that I didn't mention to you, Cattle Moraine switched quarterbacks this week, and I don't know the reason why I didn't ask, but it's not Hunter Diener. It's a junior quarterback, uh, uh, Maxwell Matheson. He's quite a bit bigger, 6'4", 205, but they are playing and have been playing the first half with a different quarterback than they have their other games. Boy, that's but, a uh, win, win is a big factor, too, Mike. That's a tough uh, opponent to start uh, your first varsity football game with, Catholic exactly. Memorial. Exactly. Throw them right into the fire, boys. Thanks, uh, Jerry. Well done. Let's get to line two. Tony Resch, he's at the Homestead Nicolet game. Tony, give us an update. Hey, Mike. Uh, 25 seconds left to go in the first half. It is 43 to 43-6, Homestead over Nicolet. Uh, Nicolay had a really nice drive, put four or five bubble screens together in a row and ended up uh, punching it in from five yards out. And then uh, Homestead came back, Willie Garrison on a 48-yard touchdown pass, and then Luke Koenig with a 12-yard run uh, to come back with those two touchdowns. Homestead's got the ball on the 45-yard line of Nicolay with 25 seconds left. 
and uh, they've been uh, playing really well so far tonight. Tony, you've seen a lot of high school football over the years. Is is Homestead that good, or is the conference uh, down? I really honestly think it's a combination of the two, Mike. Uh, Homestead, every week they seem to get better and better and and click on all cylinders, although they did have that first uh, drive uh, punt this, uh, this evening. Uh, but, you know, the, these other teams in the, in the conference, they've got some big kids, athletic kids, uh, and, and they're close. They just, uh, their execution, I think, is, is the big thing. I don't know what they work on during the week, uh, the finer details and stuff. Homestead, obviously, with all the Hall of Fame coaches and, and uh, just as much talent and size. Uh, but the execution is really what's setting Homestead apart from everybody in the conference so far this year. Hey, Tony, tomorrow's uh, two things. The Youth Sports Show. We've got Jeff Northern coming in to talk Richfield baseball, youth baseball. And he's a guy that works for you at, at Raising the Stakes, Fundraising and Leadership Development. So I'm excited about bringing him in. And then at uh, 10 o'clock, the head football coach from Port Washington, he's going to bring in uh, Jacob Lippy and, and Durant Spicer and Adam Barrell uh, from, from his team. And you think the world of that Adam Lippy kid. Absolutely. I was at uh, certainly the first game of the year, Port Washington, and Adam had a huge game. I think he scored uh, two of the three touchdowns that night, and uh, he's a he's a heck of a player. And I, I'm actually sitting next to Mr. Wolf, uh, who's uh, Matt Wolf, the D coordinator at Homestead's father. And uh, we're talking about how, how, how Adam at uh, Port Washington and Homestead's Howie Neubauer, probably the two best receivers in the whole state. Uh, so it was quite a show, and Howie's got some unbelievable catches again tonight. Uh, but that Fort Washington team is, is a group of special young men, and, and uh, hopefully I, we haven't gotten an update tonight yet on, on that. I haven't heard any score there, but uh, hopefully they're playing really well tonight. And, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, Coach Bunyan works with us. He's a great man, and he's doing great things at Fort Washington. So hey, we have a lot of success. Hey, ask Mr. Wolf if he likes the band Tangled Lines. Uh, Mike McGivern wants to know, do you like the band Tangled Lines, Mr. Wolf? Do I what? I'm sorry. Like the band Tangled Vines. That'll Coach confuse the guys. Oh, yeah, he absolutely loves them. Yeah. I, uh, I, while, while we were talking, Mike, Jared Schneider just caught a 45-yard touchdown pass for his fourth score of the night, and with the extra point, nine seconds left in the first half, it is now 50-6. to six. Yeah, that's the last throw they're going to have. I, uh, yeah. Dave Keel yes, is a, Dave Keel is a master of then keeping the score down in the second half. And, and Ron, so you know that uh, we we asked Mr. Wolf about Tangle Lines. His son is in that band. Oh, so, I see. Yeah. Okay. So well, a couple of that sounded confusing. Yeah, to me. a couple of coaches from Homestead. One is my son-in-law, John Bonner. He's in that band as well. So that's why we asked that. That's Tony Rush. He is brought to you by Raising the Stakes Fundraising Leadership Development, fifty to six. Homestead over Nicolay. Let's get to Nate George, Milwaukee Lutheran at Wisconsin Lutheran. Nate George, give us an update. At halftime, it's Wisconsin Lutheran 20, Milwaukee Lutheran 14. Uh, Colin Olson, quarterback from Wisconsin Lutheran, nine-yard run. Milwaukee Lutheran got some offense going in the form of Kenneth Payne with two touchdown runs. One set up by a 75-yard run he made that was quite possibly one of the best high school football runs I've ever seen. Wow. That's saying a lot because you've seen a lot of games. Yeah. Nate, is, is the wind uh, playing a factor there for Milwaukee Lutheran? Did they have the wind at their back when they started scoring? Because I know they're a passing team. Yeah, there hasn't been a lot of passing at all. Uh, Wisconsin Lutheran's got their option going with their two running backs we talked about earlier. And Milwaukee Lutheran, they tried to throw in the first ha- in the first quarter, couldn't really get it going. Um, that kind of put them in the hole. But uh, 
now this Kenneth Payne guy, they, they got him going. And then they threw a nice screen pass, so they did throw a couple of nice screen passes. Another running back they got going um, is a senior, Kenneth Daniel. He caught a nice screen pass and went about 60 yards and set up one of the other touchdowns. So I, this game's starting to turn into one of those. Whoever has the ball last is going to win, I think. That's awesome. Nate George, thank you very much. I tell you, Milwaukee Lutheran has surprised some people, Coach, and, and we had talked that game against uh, Messmer Shore next week could be a pretty big game. Yeah, depending. You know, have we got an update in the Messmer Sherwood Greenfield game? Uh, we have not. Okay, it was we- seven nothing Messmer Sherwood, but it, it's very possible both of those teams will come in with a one conference loss, or possibly Milwaukee Lutheran no conference losses, so that that could be for the uh, uh, championship of the uh, Woodland East Division. Yeah, we'll make sure we get that one covered. That's for sure, guys. Let's get to a break. If uh, you're leaving a game because you're cold, or if it's too windy, give us a call four one four. 799-1250. 799-1250. Tell Anthony you want to come on and talk about the game that you're at or the game that uh, that you're leaving, and we'll put you on. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's time now for your Wendy's Varsity Blitz Scoreboard Update. I'm Anthony Mandela. Brookfield Central ahead 13-10 over Marquette. Muskego blowing out Waukesha South 35-0. Waukesha West keeping it a little closer, 28-0. They lead Waukesha North. Franklin up 24-7 on Kenosha Bradford. Wisconsin Lutheran leads Milwaukee Lutheran 20-14. Homestead rolling over Nicolay. It's 43-6 there in Glendale. Pewaukee shutting out Pius 41-0 at halftime. McGuanago a 35-0 trouncing at West Dallas Hale. Grafton leads Cedarburg 28-0. And in Racine, it's the visiting Kenosha Tremper Trojans with a 24-7 lead on the Park Panthers. This scoreboard update is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Get your windows in before it gets cold. Go to PellaWI.com. And this has been your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. I'm Anthony Mandela, Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And as always, your local pick-and-save stores. Let's get to line one. I don't think Homestead's punted again since that first one, but we'll find out. Ralph Reinhardt, Homestead at Nick Lay. What's going on? Um, halftime, it's Homestead 50, um, Nick Lay 7. Um, yes, they did make a punt again, um, but um, Homestead is a pretty good ball, ball team. Obviously, Dave Keel has um, been around for a long time, and and um, I wasn't going in the air, but, you know, Coach, you're there too, and, and we're up 43-7 to with 30 seconds left in the game. Do you call a timeout uh, and make a punt and then throw a 55-yard touchdown pass? In, in the first half, not in the game, right, Ralph? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I guess the first half, yeah. In the first, first half. And and yeah, I can t- hey, and I've told this story a hundred times, Ralph. But I'm gonna tell it again. I was coaching football at Dominican and they yeah. were playing Waukesha Catholic Memorial. Memorial's up forty five nothing, two minutes to go in the game. And they, they ran a double reverse bomb for a touchdown. Ooh, that, and that, that hurts. I, well, and I said to Coach Young, was that necessary? 
He said, you didn't yeah. like that? I said, no. He said, then get yeah. better. That's not on me. Yeah. I shouldn't stop doing what we do because, and 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 you know what? It caught me off guard, but it, it kind of like woke me up a little bit. Like, you know what? He's right. Like, I shouldn't, I, I shouldn't expect them to stop running the stuff they run. And now you won't see another pass from Homestead the rest of the game. Yeah. No, it, you know, Mike, I, I, you know, I understand totally. You know, I understand what you're saying. It's just the first string is still in there, and it's the first half, and I, I get all that stuff. But, um, the, yeah, I know. It, it's just it's just a little frustrating. The, that, I, uh, I understand it, where you're it, coming it, coming from, too, because I really respect and, Bill Young as a coach, but uh, I wouldn't, you know, uh, that's something that I don't think is necessary because some teams don't have the ability to get better. They just can't yeah. get better. It, that's the thing. And, and Coach, one, and one that, fast comment. Coach, I'm, I'm, hey, for, hey. Would, yeah. I, I'm going to disagree with that, um, Ron. You and I disagree with each year. We we disagree on on that. Um, what, what do you mean that there are some teams that don't have the ability to get I'm, better? I mean they just don't have the same caliber of football players that that other programs have. Catholic Memorial is going to have great football programs. Parents want their kids to go there. It's a private school. Uh, Dave Keel has just got a dynasty. They've done so well, but you're not yep. going to have Nicolay. Nicolay has struggled. For 15 years. And you, they don't have the capability to get better? To get better, but not to become a homestead except maybe over a long period of time. I just Well, uh, I, boy, I, I, I'm sorry to say this. I'm glad you're not coaching those kids because then they might as well just go home. No, let's no, just go home. We can't. Let's no, say, we're not going to get better. We can't not compete. Gonna get, they're not well, going to become a homestead, Mike. I didn't say they're not going to get. They got better. They already won a game this year. They're not going to be yep. able to do that. Mike, I think you've got to be realistic here. I think I think I, I don't think what you're saying is realistic if you think that some programs are constantly so, gonna be gonna be able to some programs like Homestead is a constant. Other programs are gonna have up and down years. Cedarburg's been there, they've had great years. They're down this year. They they may come back. But some of these teams, Pius, Pius doesn't have an opportunity this year. They they're just a Should, real struggling program because of the numbers. Now, they had some good years under Joe Cook, so sure, it can be done, but then you better have a guy like Joe Cook come, stay, develop the program. That would be wonderful. Have so Martin said, Luther, who won three games in two years a couple years ago. Doesn't, two years is nothing. Nicolay, we're talking 25, 30 years. We're talking two. A lot of teams have down years, and they come right back the next year, Mike. Martin Luther was, well, whatever. Coach, and, and, I, I, you know what? And, Mark and Martin Luther got a guy like Darius Crawley Reed, and they've got, they've got some good people. Again, another private school where you want to send your kids to, but some of these schools, Pius is a private school now, too. Now their demographics have changed an awful lot, and they're just struggling. You know, Thomas Moore and Pius were both considering dropping football this year, and then they're considering merging. Both they just can't they can't get the numbers out. Both anymore. private schools, right? Yeah, they both can't private get, schools. Okay, they, they can't get the can't, numbers can't, out. But I you've can't got remember. the same thing. You've got the same thing with a public school like a Nicolet. It's just been hey, Bob Collins back in the 1990s got that program going, and it can. They've had they can have some good years. In fact, I understand the youth program's good, but I just don't don't see how how you think that every program, every single program can always. Build that up. You, you said they don't have the capabilities of getting better. Those were your uh, words, my not my coach. You of, said capab- they okay, don't have the my, capabilities of being better, and I don't agree don't, with you. I, and I, then I, Shut the program I, down, I, then. I misspoke if I said that. Mike. That's they what you said. They don't have the capability of becoming as good as a team like Homestead or becoming in a real short period of time. 
But you Jeff, said twenty five years, coach. They haven't been. They haven't they've been had, good. They've had That's some off that. and on. They've had because they've had so many different coaches come in. Once again, you get a guy like Dave Keel. He comes over to Nicolay and decides that he'd been there from nineteen ninety on. They might be, but it's awfully tough because coaches get discouraged. Kids get discouraged. Kids don't come out. So you've got to get a coach. And like you say, Joe Cook really had a going at Pius. Had he stayed, who knows? But now that he hasn't, they've on their fourth coach in four years. They just there's a loss of interest at Pius. So if somebody chooses to beat Pius sixty or seventy nothing this year, I think that's very unfair. Now they may end up coming back Pius. They may, but they're not going to do it. I don't think in in one year they need time to develop. That's why they were thinking of co-oping with Thomas Moore because their numbers are so low. They gave us a list at Thomas Moore and at Pius of thirty kids freshman through senior on the football team. So you're, you're feeling about uh, Homestead in the first half of a game, taking a timeout, getting the ball right. back and throwing a touchdown uh, pass? That, that's a I don't, you know, I, what have I said three times tonight? Dave Keel is a master at holding the score down. I don't know what happened there. Dave Keel is as good a coach as I've ever known uh, of holding the score down. Sounds good. Hey, Mike, Ralph, thank you. Mike, we didn't want to did, start we, a big fight here. No, no there's no fight. Mike, we can, Mike, we did, a great job. We, we, did, we disagree, Mike, there. because once that Waukesha West was ahead 70 to whatever it was, nothing in the game was called in the fourth quarter, we disagreed. And I'll disagree, yeah. and I'll stand by that forever. I think that was the wrong thing to do. But, Dave, you came back and had some real good years in the city conference. That coach has gone there circling again. But I'm just saying you've got to de- – the, the competition you're playing, you take into consideration. Nobody does that better than Dave Keel. Right. I just I disagree with the 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 what you said about they don't have the capabilities. I'm wrong. I'm dead wrong. Okay. If that's what I said, Mike. That, that wasn't is what the point you said. That I, that's not the point that I was trying to make, Mike. I was trying to make not the capability to come back now or even next year to beat a Homestead. But as I said, they they may through the years with a good coach. Sounds good. Hey, Ralph. Uh, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Let's get to Greg. He's at the Pius Pewaukee game. Greg, give us an update. I've got 53 nothing. Pewaukee just scored another touchdown. 53 nothing. Pewaukee over Pius. Elliot Moore had on the first play of the second half an 86-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. And then uh, uh, Elliot Miller just uh, had a 44-yard interception for Pewaukee for a touchdown. So I've got uh, 54 nothing now. Now, this is, uh, a, this is a game where I just hope now they just kind of hold that score down because they probably could score 100. But I hope they hold the score down. That's all. Yeah, Sounds good. I agree with you, Coach. Greg, thanks a lot. Appreciate the update. Let's get you a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue to get you scores and updates from all the key high school football games in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Uh, Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Ron, you wanted... Yeah, Mike, I just want to make one comment, and I know we don't always agree on things, but I just don't think when you run up a score or you have a great big lead on on somebody and, and score more points, I don't think you're teaching your kids anything about possibly what's right and wrong and what should be doing, and then I know it becomes so discouraging for the other team. I think it deflates them, and uh, 
I just I don't think it's right, but I do know we know we certainly can have disagreements on. Yeah, it. yeah, you know those Homestead guys have not played in the second half yet. No, their, I, their, I, their first their first for, group has not for played the fourth time. I don't even know how that came up with Homestead because I didn't I didn't bring that part up because I I've said for the no fourth it was Nicolay that you're you the when you no but what I said before times was nobody is a better than Dave Keel at holding a score down. So I don't know what it was before the half. I don't care, but he does not ever run up scores. And he, I'm just guessing that score, based on past experience, it won't get much higher. He he, he could double the scores of many teams he's played this year, and he just doesn't do it. He's a wonderful coach. Yeah, he he is. And and I know firsthand that, that, that you know, now we're in week six, going into week seven, and their, their first – I don't know when they, when they get into playoff time – these kids have not played into the second half in any games, and I know that's going to be difficult when it comes to playoff time for them. So I'm sure, if I had to guess, what he's trying to do is play a first half like they're they're, they're like they're playing a first half. So they take a timeout, get the ball back, and now he's he's got a second group in, and I'm sure third group after that. But as we get later in the year, if your first group has not played into the second half yet. It, it, I, I never questioned that. That that came up after you just had reminded you of a story of Bill Young, who I respect more than anybody. And if he, if he made that statement, I I disagree with that. That, but no, with Dave Keel, I don't think I'd ever second guess anything he does. Sounds good. Let's get to a line three if we can. Ted Lang, he's at the Shore Mesper Greenfield game. Ted, give us an update. Yeah, hey guys, we had a big defensive stalemate here. It is still 7-0 Sherwood Metzmer. Wow. Uh, over Greenfield, their first quarter score is held up. Uh, but each team has had opportunities just on their opening drive second half. Sherwood Metzmer drove down the 13-yard line, fumbled the ball. Greenfield picked it up, and then they drove down, and they went for it on fourth down. Uh, incidentally, the wind has caused some problems on the punting game, so... Now each coach has decided they're not going to punt. They're going to go for it on fourth down. So Greenfield didn't get it. Now Sherwood Metzmer is now on the 26-yard line of Greenfield and driving again. How much time, Ted? Oh, we we are one minute and ten seconds in the, to go in the third quarter. So we will be entering the fourth quarter. Wow. And Sherwood yeah, Metzmer well, scored the first time they got the ball. They scored on their first opening possession. Well, I'll tell you what, that uh, that's a big game for Sherwood Mesmer. And uh, if they can hold on and, and uh, 7 nothing, Coach, they've been a, a second-half team all year that we've been sitting in the studio. Yeah, they've been down by 9 and 10 points in the fourth quarter and won. And it is a shame for Greenfield that they, they are without their great quarterback. But, again, that happens. That's part of the game, too. Hey, uh, thank, Teddy, thanks a lot. I appreciate yep. it. Let's get to line one if we can. Tyler Peters, he's at the Greendale at New Berlin West game. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike, it's in the fourth quarter, and it's still a very close game, 13-6, to Greendale over New Berlin West. In the third quarter, actually, Greendale had two chances to really uh, put this game out of reach, but they fumbled both times in New Berlin West territory. The first was at the 35. And then New Berlin West got all the way to the Greenfield 22, and then they tried to go for it on fourth down, and they failed. And then on the ensuing drive, Greendale was able to get the ball all the way to the New Berlin West 20, and they fumbled again. They near, they lost the ball again. They've just had not very good ball handling in this uh, second half so far. New Berlin West now has has the ball. They have the ball on the Greendale or on their own 44, trying to tie this game up once again. 
Less than nine minutes left, 13-6, to Greendale over New Berlin West. Tyler, thank you very much. Good game. Let's get to line three. Jerry Vance, he's at the Living Word Lutheran St. Francis game. Jerry, give us an update. It is Living Word 27, St. Francis 22, with 8.36 left in the third quarter. On the opening possession of the second half, uh, St. Francis went on a 70-play drive with a little help from a roughing call as well from Living Word. Then it was capped off by touchdown uh, by their uh, running back, uh, Bernardo. And uh, so that gets us to 27-22 with 8-11 left in the third. Hey, Jerry, now I understand why you asked to get to that one. Yeah, I had a feeling this was going to be a good game because Living Word hasn't uh, been this success- successful since 2010. So uh, these kids are really playing hard. It's a great atmosphere, Mike. Boy, that's awesome. Jerry Vance, thank you very much. 27-22. St. Francis is down by five, but, boy, big comeback so far, Coach. And certainly Doug Sarvid's been around a long time. Heck of a football coach. Even a better man. He's a really good guy. Cares a lot about those kids. And I'm sure that was kind of a shocker to be down 27-7. But, you know, as you say, he's a veteran coach in in – He'll know how to bring those kids back if it's possible to do that. You know what's interesting, Coach, is when uh, I was talking to the, the coach from Hartford, and they lost to West Bend East or West Bend West, and he said, look, the ball bounced the wrong way a couple of times, and all of a sudden, look up, we're down 21 nothing. Now, we get back and we tie it, and they kick a field goal at the end to beat us. He said, but I, you know, after being down 21 nothing, we played really well. We settled the ship a little bit. And you and I both coach different sports, but for a long time. And there are times that, you know, things just don't go your way. And it's kind of like all of a sudden you look at in basketball, a team that I feel pretty confident we got a chance to beat. And all of a sudden it's halftime, we're down 15. And, you know, they start hitting some shots in off the backboard. You know, we start missing shots that we normally hit. And all of a sudden, you know, that's, I guess, why you get paid the big butts to coach high school sports here in the state. But you got to ready the ship and get your kids ready to play. And especially last year, uh, just before the playoffs in the Madison area, and it seemed all over the state, the team that had won during the regular season, sometimes very late in the season, faced the same team in the playoffs and got beat decisively sometimes. So Yeah, yeah I remember that. You can, and can, Look, kids, uh, you as much as you want to stand up in front of them and say, hey, look, don't take this one for granted because we beat them three weeks ago. It doesn't mean we're going to beat them again. Mm-hmm. Though, you know, those kids are all talking, saying, hey, look, where are we going after the game Friday? Yep. You know, that kind of stuff. Let's get to uh, line one, Don with Chillis. Burke Central Marquette. Hey, Don, give us an update. Hey, guys. We just had Hayden Nelson for Brook Central block the punt attempt from Marquette out of the back of the end zone for a safety. So right now with 7.03 to go in the third quarter, Brook Central leads. 15 to 10 and as you know with the safety and the advantage with the uh, kickoff brook central now on marquette's half of the 50 here third quarter 703 to go 15 10 brook central on top jed kennedy's starting to smell a little blood i'm telling you he'll uh it'll be fourth and four and he'll go for it he'll do something to see if he can't get brook central up by two scores on marquette let's get to line two if we can rob Vite. Waukesha North, Waukesha West. Rob, give us an update. Waukesha West, 35-0, running clock. Sam McCullough's fourth touchdown of the night. Hey, how'd that youth dance team look? 
Hey, my daughter was out there, though. My daughter did the halftime show. Yeah. How'd it go? Great, great. Video, got a video of it for mom right on the field. She, she loved it. Yeah, that, that, uh, that media pass gets you good uh, location for stuff like that. Yes, sir. Thank you, big time, Mike. Anytime, Rob Vite. Thank you. Let's get to line three. Mike Bush, Indian Trail, Adult Creek. Mikey, give us an update. Yeah, the wind has died down a little bit, and things are heating up here. We're in the fourth quarter already, down to 10 minutes to go. Indian um, Indian Trail 3, Oak Creek, Night Street. Same score as halftime. Um, Indian Trail had a real nice drive going, uh, again, led by their quarterback. Uh, and then Jalen Grant, their tailback, ended up fumbling the football at the 10-yard line, and a huge, huge trauma occurred. Uh, the place was going nuts. Coaches are going nuts. Kind of a delayed call, and the official said that it's uh, when both teams have possession, it goes to the offense is what the call was. So they are now on the Indian Trail, that is, is now on the Oak Creek four-yard line. Uh, like I said, 10 minutes to go in the game. So it's going to be interesting here. I'm glad the wind stopped. Um, things are heating up, and uh, that's where we're at, 3-3 three three right now. That's uh, Mike Bush, as always, brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see our friend Smoking Hot Mary for all your awards, promotions, and embroidery work. That's a big game of that conference, Coach. And, uh, you know, I Joel Parr was in studio a couple weeks ago and, and just a really good man. In fact, um, I got a chance to talk to Hubba last night. Hubba is, was with oh, Joe I Cook remember, forever. I remember Hubba. He used to wear shorts when it was 90 below. <laughs> I know. And uh, he is uh, – He's even. I think he's the offensive line coach at Sussex Hamilton. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's with Coach Jamato and got a chance to see his mom last night. I coached Tubbo when he was a freshman in football oh. at Dominican. And I talked to his daughter last night. I said, you know, your dad used to yell at me. She said, he yells at me too. I said, the difference is, is I was a grown man and he was a freshman in high school. She said, he's been yelling at people his whole life, I'm sure. And his mom just burst out laughing, gave me a big hug, and said, man, she looks great. She looks identical to what she did when Hubba was a freshman in, in high school. So he's having a great time. He said, look, I'm really enjoying coaching here at Sussex Hamilton. Coach D'Amato and, and the staff, the community, uh, they really embrace high school football out there. Yeah, I think he's one of those lifers that he just wants to be a coach. He wants to be with a good program and good people. Yeah, I you know what he's got these he's got a daughter who is uh, at Tosa East, another daughter I believe that's a freshman, one's a junior, and you know I I think if if uh, if they were going and off to college, I wonder if he'd be in Texas. Well, that's a good point with Joe Cook, eh? Yeah, I mm-hmm. I think that he he would he probably would be. We talked a little bit about Joe last night. He said they're two and one. Um, he really likes he, he said look he's much more comfortable as a head coach. He really likes uh, be, being the guy in charge of the program, and uh, they feel pretty good. He said, Joe, he talks to him two, three times a week. Well, how, does Joe miss uh, Wisconsin? Does he miss Milwaukee? <laughs> you know, he does. He misses all his friends and stuff, but Linda loves Texas. Oh, she does. She loves okay. the heat, and uh, Tommy's down there, so they get a chance to see Tommy a little bit more, and and uh, I don't think I don't think he's coming back anytime soon. Yeah, and now that he's the head football coach at Paradise, Texas, the difference is, and we had this conversation last night, the amount of money that they make down there for coaching, for coaching, right, I understand, is a, a lot. World, isn't? It? But you know what? The spotlight is on you too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they, you know what? Not only is the money way up, 
but the heat to get wins yeah. is pretty pretty way up as well. So his whole deal is he's got to get some of these kids at that school to only be you know go part time with the rodeo game. He said they 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 lose a lot of good athletes to that that want to be professional uh, rodeo guys. And he said, if I can get them to do rodeo part-time and come play football, we got a chance to be a little bit better. I bet they'd be tough kids. I've got to put you on the spot, Mike, but I look at Joe Cook as a kid, but now how old would Joe be in his late 50s now? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And you know what? He, uh, I miss him. I miss him a lot. Yeah, I know you were very close. Yeah, he, he was. he's my friend. And uh, he's a heck of a football coach. I'll tell you that. Hey, last story, and we'll get to a break. There was... You know, there's a lot of stories about him, Coach, when he, when he was here. And when he was at Pius, I got this long email from a guy that, that his kid played at Pius and he had all these, he had heard all these things about Joe and he believed all of them. And I emailed the guy back and I said, have you talked to the man? And he said, no. I said, do me a favor. Just go up and talk to him at the end of one practice and just introduce yourself and talk a little high school football to him and then let me know what you think. Ask him any question you want to ask him. I got this long email the next Saturday that said, I'm so sorry. He gave me an hour, and he answered every question that I had. And he said, I I listened, and I heard all this stuff. And he said, now I'm feeling a little bit better about, about this, and I apologize to you and to him. So, hey, let's get, before we get to a break, line one, Jerry Vance is back. Living Word Lutheran at St. Francis. Jerry, give us an update. It is now St. Francis, 29, Living Word, 27. Wow. With three minutes left in the third. Um, in their second possession of the second half, it's been just a heavy dose of uh, Basardo, sweep left, uh, sweep right. Seems like the big guys up front, Coach Starver, decide, decided to let them go and handle this ball game. So, again, it's 29-27. 306 in the third. Yeah, when he finds something that goes, he'll just go with it until and make you stop him. That's awesome. Jerry Vance, thank you very much. Boy, I think it was uh, 27-7 at one point. It was 27-7. Now it's 29-27 St. Francis over Living Word Lutheran. Let's get you a break. Hey, for all you guys that are texting me and questioning, Ron Davies and I are fine, man. We're we're great friends. We can argue and we can disagree. I love him like a brother. Yeah, so don't, you can, don't know if anybody's worried about that. Do not worry about don't that. Don't worry. I got we, his back been, all day long. We've been known to argue more off off the radio also. Yeah, I threw my headset at him one time. He is look, I love him like a brother. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's time now for your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. I'm Anthony Mandela. Sherwood Mesmer still leads 7-0 at Greenfield. Knotted up 3-3 still in the fourth quarter, Oak Creek-Kenosha Indian Trail. St. Francis just took their first lead of the day, 29-27 there on top right now against Living Word Lutheran. Start of the fourth quarter in New Berlin, visiting Greendale up 13-6. At New Berlin West, Catholic Memorial shutting out Kettle Moraine 13-zip. Shoreland Lutheran with a 14-10 lead. On Kenosha St. Joe's, Oconomowoc just pulled ahead. They lead Arrowhead 21-17. Racine Horlick 26, Racine Case 12. Wilmot and Union Grove tied 7-7. 
New Berlin Eisenhower rolling past West Dallas Central. It's 48-0. Ike leads that one. And a final in the books. Bradley Tech gets a 44-23 win over Milwaukee South. This scoreboard update is brought to you by Wendy's. Listen tomorrow to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show from 10 a.m. to noon. John Bunyan, the head coach for the Port Washington Pirates, and his senior players. That's tomorrow at 10 a.m. And this has been your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. I'm Anthony Mandela for Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. Man, trust me, we get to the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area, and I'm going to prove it. Let's get to line three, Tyler Peters. Greendale at New Berlin West. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike, uh, just about a minute left in the game, and New Berlin West has just gotten a first down near midfield. They are down 13-6. to That's Greendale is up ahead on New Berlin West, 13-6. to However, uh, New Berlin West was able to stop Greendale from possibly getting a Christian touchdown, and now they just got a big pass play to go all the way to the 44 yards to their own 44 yard line with a minute left. So they still have a chance to get a touchdown and tie the game. It's been a defensive struggle for both, for defensive battle for both teams in the second half, but it's been a good uh, nail buyer. And also to note, this game now only has four refs. One of the referees back in the third quarter blew his hamstrings. So, so we have a Whoa. shorthanded uh, referee staff right now, but it is now 55 seconds left in the game. 13 to six, Greendale up on New Berlin West. New Berlin West now has the ball at midfield. Can you put Tyler on hold, please, Tyler? We're going to come right back to you. Let's get to uh, line four, Ted Lang. He's at Shorewood Mesmer at Greenfield game. Ted, give us an update. Hey, we got one of these Woe Nelly games here. It is now Shorewood Mesmer seven, Greenfield six with with six minutes to go in the game. Uh, Greenfield, uh, their drive started at their own 10-yard line, uh, mixing a running and passing by Greenfield's new quarterback, Chris Lopez, who was, according to Coach Ringelbert, his best wide receiver. Uh, but now it's uh, it's going down to the wire here. It's 7-6, to six, uh, showing Mesmer over well, Greenfield. That's, that's an exciting game. Yeah, exciting game. It's, uh, a lot of big plays. Yeah, hey, a lot Ted, of big defensive plays. Ted, so. did they go for two and not get it or yeah, miss they, the extra point? Yeah, I was just going to say that. They went for two. They must not have a kicker. And they went for two, and the snap was bobbled, and uh, the quarterback had no chance. Ted, thank you very much. Thanks. Let's get to line two if we can. Alex Zenzola. He's at the Shoreland Lutheran St. Joe's game. Alex, give us an update. Mac, not much really going on here. Under nine to play in the game. Still 14-10 Shoreland. Third quarter was pretty much a back-and-forth struggle between both teams. Shoreland put together a long drive, but it ended in a missed field goal. St. Joe's given opportunities, but just hasn't been able to capitalize tonight. Shoreland right now driving. They are in St. Joe's territory. A touchdown here could really just ice the game. Hey, Alex, do you know what high school football, varsity high school football coaches feel about homecoming? They, uh, they hate it. They hate it. They, because they, you know what, they think their players are distracted the whole week, and they keep saying to me, look, as a basketball coach, why don't you do homecoming one time? Yeah, yeah. They, they don't like it, and I'm sure that Coach Matrice, who's uh, filling in interim head coach at St. Joe's, is right with all these other guys. I know Coach Davies never I, liked it. I, I know. We had a lot of concerns at homecoming. Uh, 
just keeping the kids focused all week on football instead of all the other activities. Homecoming is wonderful. It's wonderful to get the alumni back, but, boy, sometimes it can be a struggle uh, to keep the kids focused unless you have a really focused group. Alex, thank you very much. So let's go back to Tyler real quick. He's at the Greendale-New Berlin West game. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike, 36 seconds left now, and New Berlin West has the ball at the Greendale 21-yard line. They've been doing a lot of uh, passes along the sidelines, and they've been able to not only uh, get some yards and get some first downs, but they've also been able to get the ball out of bounds. New Berlin West is out of timeout. And there's a pass complete by New Berlin West, and did he fall out of bounds? It looks like he might have. No, he, or yes, he has. It's actually a first down for New Berlin West at the 17-yard line, and Let's, with 27 seconds left, and actually the ball, the clock was running, so New Berlin West just spiked the ball. They have a first and 10 now at the 17 of Greendale. That's facing t- a second down with 26 seconds left. T- put Tyler back on hold, please. Let's get to line four. Greg's got the uh, head football coach at Pewaukee, I believe. Uh, coach Frisky, you there? I, I, I almost do. He's just getting <laughs> done addressing the team. Uh, Pewaukee won this game 59 to nothing. Almost all running plays, you guys. So, so. Oh, okay. Uh, we're we're going to get Coach Frisky right now. Sounds so, good. Um, so just one second. So fifty nine to nothing was the uh, let's, was the final. Score. Let's let's put Greg on hold for just a second. Go back to uh, Tyler very quickly. Line three. Hey, uh, Tyler, very quickly. What's going on? We got the final play right here, Mike. Mike, six seconds left. You're going to last trying to go for a touchdown. Quarterback back to pass, and it is. Incomplete, actually, with one second left. So it's going to be a uh, fourth down on, for New Berlin West on the 17 of Greendale. They're going to have time for one more play. A thrilling finish to this homecoming game for New Berlin West. Let's put him back on hold, get to line four. Um, I'm sorry, Don with Chillis. I know you got a good one going on, but we want to talk to Coach Frisky from Pewaukee. We almost have him, Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Let's put him on hold. Go to line two. Down with Chillis, Brooks Central, and Marquette. What's going on? Hey, Mike. Mike Mitchell for Marquette puts it through the uprights for a 26 yell. Now on top, 22 to 13. We still have 146 to go here in the third quarter. Boy, I tell you, Lefts is uh, waiting for you. You're not going to be there for a while. <laughs> let's uh, let's get back to Tyler. Line three, if we can, Greendale at New Berlin West. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike, we do have a final, and Greendale was able to hold on. One last pass to the end zone. It was off the hands of Nicholas Padgett, the wide receiver for New Berlin West. It was good coverage by Greenfield. Fell incomplete, so the game is over. We got a final now, 13-6. to Greendale over New Berlin West. A heartbreaking finish for the Vikings on homecoming night, but a thrilling game to watch, and we'll get uh, Coach, I believe that's Coach uh, Stoltz of yep. Greendale. Thanks, Tyler. That's excellent. Let's get to line four if we can. See if Greg's got Coach Frisky. Uh, Greg, are you there? Here's here's Coach Frisky. I'm trying to turn my phone volume up a little bit so that. Okay, here's Coach Frisky. Thank you. Hello. Hey, Coach Mike McGivern, Ron Davies. Congratulations. Uh, good win tonight. Yeah, uh, you know, anyone's a good win. We were able to put some things together tonight. Hey, Coach, with, uh, you know, Pius, we talked about the program being a little bit down in, in, in Pewaukee. Um, you guys handled them uh, very nicely. And, and next week you get a chance to, to play Brown Deer. 
and uh, and and continue to get healthy. How are you feeling about this team, Coach? Well, you know we we started off young, and we're getting older, and we're getting better every week, and you know we're starting to see some things come together. It's really interesting and a lot of fun to watch your kids at practice every week. Start to put the the intricacies of it all together and and uh, really build. And uh, we're getting a lot of contributions from a, a wide range of people. And uh, I think guys are really starting to figure some things out, which is good news for us as we move towards the end of the season. You know, we, we have some setbacks along the way, but sometimes those pieces of adversity make you stronger, and I'm hoping that's the character of this team. Coach, these crossover games, they count, but do they count for both the conference championship and the playoffs? I, I'm, I'm sure they count for the playoffs. Do they count for the conference championship too? Oh, man, Ron, you have to ask the hard-hitting question. Uh, <laughs> I'm not prepared to answer that at this moment. Um, oh, okay. I, I, think, I think what it ends up being is, you know, it does count for the conference, and so at the end of the regular season in, in Week 8, whoever's at the top of our table is the team that will play in that one-versus-one game, which goes to the conference championship. So, uh, yes, just because they're conference games, they, they are counted in that regard. Hey, Coach, thank you very much uh, for your time. And, and what's nice is when these young kids, when things start to slow down for them, and as a coaching staff, you can see their their eyes aren't like you know deer in headlights, and they're starting to, to understand they belong on the varsity level. That's a really fun thing for us to see. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's very fulfilling, and it's, it's a credit to the kids for sticking with it. You know, we, we opened out of the gate with some tough opponents, and we could have uh, packed our bags and gone home, but these guys decided they wanted to stick around and fight a little bit, and we're seeing that. I mean, our biggest challenges are yet ahead of us, but hopefully we're, we're working towards being able to handle them. Beautiful. Yeah. Justin Frisky, the head football coach, Milwaukee. Congratulations, uh, Coach. Let's get to line three if we can. Nate George, Milwaukee Lutheran at Wisconsin Lutheran. Nate, give us an update. Fourth quarter just started uh, Wisconsin Lutheran 27, Milwaukee Lutheran 20. Uh, start of the second half, Kenneth Payne scored his third touchdown from Milwaukee Lutheran. Again, set himself up with a one-yard run after a 70-yard run, his second of the game. It was just as impressive as the first one. Um, Wisco answered right back in the next session. Noah Billis, 50-yard touchdown pass, 27-20, Wisconsin Lutheran. Hey, if, if uh, history means anything, that, that final is going to be like 44-43 or something, I'm telling you. The, the, the games that Milwaukee Lutheran has played – they, they seem to have a knack for scoring a lot of points in the fourth quarter, and we'll see if that continues. Nate George, keeps us, keep us up to date on that one. 27-20, Wisconsin Lutheran over Milwaukee Lutheran. Line two is Mike Bush, Kenosha Indian Trail at Oak Creek. Bush, you give us an update. Oh, boy, here he comes right in front of me, number 14. Oh, uh, hold on a minute. Three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. I wanted to say Indian Trail 6, Oak Creek 3. Um, I had one field goal to report, but now Indian Trail must have just took it 80 yards. I got to get number 14. I don't even know this kid's number right in front of me as we were talking. Uh, now it's Indian Trail 12, Oak Creek Night Street. They're lining up for the extra points. Um, some real good storylines, though, before the game, how Indian Trail coach was talking about discipline and discipline, and they had a whole bunch of penalties in the fourth quarter. And then I started messing with the roster and everything. I noticed they have 38 sophomores on the Indian Trail roster. Boy, that's uh, a big they're number. They're going to take the lead here now anyway. And then Oak Creek Coach Power was talking about this game is going to be won or, won or lost by a kicker. Well, his kicker got their 20-yard field goal block. Um, I thought that might be the end of it, but now here comes Oak Creek. I'm sorry, Indian Trail runs all the way down the field, probably 80 yards. 
Extra point is good. It's now Indian Trail 13, Oak Creek Knights 3, with only three minutes to go. Well, if, if Indian Trail holds on, then they'll be undefeated still. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. In the conference. They've got two non-conference losses. We have them in two weeks on the Thursday Night Lights High School Football Game of the Week. At home, I believe, against Kenosha Bradford. Let's get to line one if we can. Jerry Boltman, Catholic Memorial against Kettle Moraine. Jerry, give us an update. Uh, Yes, Mike and Coach, we are down to seven minutes and 54 seconds remaining in the game. Catholic Memorial is ahead now 20-7. to Kettle Moraine held Catholic Memorial inside the 10. In the third quarter, the first time, the second time, Catholic Memorial got a touchdown pass from uh, quarterback Luke Fox, a five-yard touchdown pass, the second in the game. Then uh, Calamarine got the ball and marched down the field. And their, I told you previously, their regular quarterback wants to win. He was in that drive. A mixture of passes and runs. And uh, Hunter Diener, the senior quarterback, ran it in from two yards out. The conversion was good. So we have a score now of Catholic Memorial 20, Calamarine 7. 752 remaining in the game. That's awesome. Jerry, keep us up to date on that, guys. We've got to get you a break. Other side of the break, we're going to continue to get you scores and updates. We'll also have a lot of winning coaches on the air to congratulate them and talk about next week's game. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.